What's up, everybody? Josh and Jay back with the podcast. America is indeed blue. A little bit of a disappointing outcome today uh, for the men from London town going up against Nottingham Forest at the city ground. Uh, Jay Martin Himmelstein, we all had our our TV screens tuned in uh, to the correct channels to watch this bad boy today. You get the first word around here. Uh, What were your initial thoughts uh, on the match today, pal? The only good thing about this game was that I nailed the starting 11 in our preview. (laughs) That was it. Um, I was concerned about this. Are are we going to revert back to a way of playing that shows no identity, no energy, no passion? Um, I was really, really disappointed today. And this game pissed me off because there was – there was an opportunity here. Tottenham, huge, huge Tottenham shot the shot the bed, and they had to know. They had to know going out to start the game that Spurs shit the bed. They had to we, know. Can, we could have picked up points. That, we could have picked up points on City. We could have picked up points on Spurs. We would have elevated above Bright. two teams, I believe. I am um, firmly in the camp of we are not going to finish top four. I hope we finish for Europe. Um, it was so disappointing because we showed that we can play a style of ball for at a minimum a half against Bournemouth. And that was really, it, it was a shine. It was a little bit of light. It was a little bit of light that maybe your manager has some idea of what he's trying to build here and that he has some clue of what he's doing and that we were all just fooled. Yeah. That we were all just fooled and we just had to wait and we needed to give him some time to implement the system and to get these guys to buy in. No way. No way. We went right back to it, sideways, backward, lost. Players who look like shit, players that are underperforming, guys who are trying to rally the troops. So, dude, this was an abomination of a game against a really shitty team. Uh, I, I couldn't agree with you more, man. Really, really disappointing outcome. Uh, it, you know, if I had to use one word to describe the game, it's got to be uneven. Like that, that's, that's the word to describe the game. I just, I like explain what we, uneven. Ex- explain uneven. Uh, uneven is, I like what we did in the first half. The, the first half was, was positive pressure. Same old story in the sense that we wish we would have had more, probably finished some, some more and created some more chances, but, but I liked what we did. And then the second half was the complete opposite. And from that perspective, it's just a completely uneven performance not being able to maintain any type of throttle because we bossed that first half. It was 80-20 possession. Uh, sure, they created a couple of chances, but we really bossed the game, and we didn't take any of that into the second half. So yeah, I'm going to disagree with you a little bit, man. Like Obviously, I was happy that we were going into the half up 1-0, right? The goal was kind of fluky, right? Ball comes off a of bully's leg. It drops right into Raheem Sterling's lap. I mean... Listen, anybody worth their soul, I think you and I could have probably put that one on the back of the net from there. Maybe not. But he, Raheem Sterling certainly should be doing that. I still thought we were slow. The quick decision-making that we saw in the first half against Bournemouth, I wasn't really seeing that. And I was still seeing like a little bit of confusion, particularly toward the end of the first half. Then you would think, all right, we regroup. We go into the dressing room. You would hope that you'd have a manager that's going to rally the troops, get some energy in these guys. Dude, we could have just stayed in the dressing room. We could have just stayed there. There's something fundamentally wrong with this collective group. It's either the manager is just a wet noodle, nobody buys into his shit, and he doesn't have the ability to be able to go ahead 
and really light a fire under their asses to go do what they need to do. Or these guys just don't like playing with each other. Or it's the wrong combination of guys. And it's strange because we just saw so many of these guys go off to the World Cup, play for their countries, and play with passion and desire. I don't think we could say that one blue who got time over in Qatar wasn't putting it out there for their country. Then they come back here, and it's just flat. It's just flat. It's insane to me. It's mind-boggling. It's been, it's been tough to watch t- today in particular. But all right, man, let's, let's dive into the, to the game notes here. We had, we had the kickoff today, 11.30 East Coast uh, time in the United States. From the opening kick, I thought we saw some, we saw some good energy. Uh, I saw Mason Mount having some positive uh, touches and influence in the game. He had a couple of, uh, you know, half, half chances. Um, you know, we, we saw some positive play from him. Keppa had to make a save uh, off off of the break. You know, we, we we were bossing it for the first eight or nine minutes, and then uh, they, they caught us out on the break. Keppa had to make a little save. wasn't anything too crazy, but I, I thought that we started the game, you know, early pretty well. Again, I would say up until about the maybe twentieth, twenty fifth minute. I was reasonably satisfied, but it still felt like a little bit slow and disjointed. It didn't look as fluid as it was. And I can't just put this on, but we didn't have Reese James. Only because, you know, as great as he is, he's a winger. He's a he's a fullback. And I just can't imagine that with the guys that we have that you can't figure out a way to have some continuity and find a way to put together an attack in a meaningful way without him. But after that, I thought that everything slowed down. And then I thought that I was really concerned because we kept on allowing them to come at us on the break. We had no structure in the midfield and in the back line. They just kept on coming at us as soon as they got the ball back. Well, ding, ding, ding. That's just it. I mean, I, I, I see the, the talk about, you know, re-signing Jorginho, bringing him back. We need more creativity from the middle of the park. Uh, I know that we brought, we brought Kova on later on in the game, but there just wasn't enough, enough creativity out of Jorginho and Zachariah uh, in the middle of the park to, to, to get that done. Because yeah, the difference between Azpilicueta and Reese James is definitely very, very different. Dave is a defender. Reese James is a very, very unique player in his ability to both defend and create opportunities. Uh, you know, that being said, Pooley started to get the ball, started to influence the game a little bit. He started to get hacked, creating some free kicks in some pretty dangerous areas. He's the guy who comes up with the ball on the wing, gets uh, you know the creative juices flowing. Even though it was a little bit of an awkward goal, fell well to Raheem Sterling. Uh, they didn't make the play. Uh, you know, I think you know Pooley created that chance, so it was good to good to see him uh, putting balls in dangerous areas. But uh, that was the the best that we saw on the offensive side, uh, obviously with the finish from Raheem. That was it. That was literally it. The entire first half. That's what I mean. It's like, it's like, I, I can't get excited about anybody's individual performances only because it was a fluky goal. All right. Yes. Pooley plays a good ball in it. The flex off a guy goes off the post, bounces off. Boom. It's in. This should have been the thing to springboard you forward. It's like, okay, they gave us one. The, the, yep. the gods of football allowed us to be able to get one in. Now it's like, let's go. Let's go. Let's get after it. And then all of a sudden, it's just the air comes out of the balloon and everything slows down sideways, backward, sideways, backward. Yeah. I that was mean, the end of the first half. It, yeah. But uh, we, I, I, I did have some other notes. Tiago Silva continues to be fantastic. It was great to, great to see him back in there, making all the right decisions, reading all the right plays, getting balls out of danger. Uh, 
second half, we were on the we were on the back foot from the jump. It was terrible, dude. Th- like same thing. We were getting hit on transition. They came out with energy. They came out. You, you think Baby Ruth didn't go into the locker room and tell his guys, "Okay, listen, we're gonna we're gonna start to go after them. We can't let them get away with this." We can't let them take the game away from us. We're at home. We finally have sponsors on our jerseys, right? Perfect timing on that one. Finally got some sponsors on our jerseys. I don't even know what that was. And they start taking the game. Nottingham Forest sitting 19th goes ahead and starts taking the game to us. We didn't, I don't think we got one shot off in the second half. I don't think we got one. Uh, Well, at at one point, I know that we were, we were down seven shots to, uh, to zero at at one point in the second half. And I just want to rewind the tape there. Uh, you slid in a Baby Ruth uh, reference a little bit earlier. I think that's an Apex uh, Goonies sloth reference to, I want to say, the classically handsome Stephen Cooper. Is that what you were doing right there with the Baby Ruth reference, that's, Jay? That, that's exactly what I was doing. <laughs> that's where I was going with that. A little, little hat tip for you there. Uh, I mean, that that being said, the changes obviously you know needed to needed to get swapped on. Ziyech, uh, I, I was very happy to see him come on. We brought yes. on Connor Gallagher. Alba, who I don't, I don't even, I don't even know if he was on the pitch uh, when, when he was out there, and where the hell was Kai Havertz? I mean, where where was he again today? Uh, just when we, we, you know, we really needed a performance out of him, he uh, he he showed up with a with a nothing burger. Unfortunately, I, I almost I can't blame Kai. We had no service beside beside the one ball that Pooley played into the box, and he tried to kind of scorpion kick, but it goes off a of bully. I, I didn't see him have the ball up front. I didn't see him get any opportunities because we weren't creating any. So I, I can't really blame him. Um, I, I was I was glad that we got Kova on. Um, some of the other subs, you know, Zia came on and I thought he did well. I don't have a bad thing to say about Hakeem Zia. He, he was a little bit creative. He put a couple of dangerous balls in. He had that one cross. I don't know how Aubameyang Ow. misses the header. And, and frankly, I wish he did completely miss it because Pooley was still riding to the post and he could have banged that one in. Either one of those guys could have did it. And somehow he just completely misses the header. Some of the other ones, this goes back to Grant Potter. Gallagher was atrocious. I'm starting to really sour on him. Obviously, he brings energy. He likes to run around. He's hopping and pouncing. And, dude, every time a ball is played into him, his first touch, he pops it. I was just about to say that. He gets ripped off the ball. He doesn't Uh, doesn't play good pass. I don't know what the hell Cal... Besides looking like a very handsome young man, I don't know what the hell he brings to the team. He can't control the ball. He overruns the ball. He gets stripped off of the ball, creating even more. To, I, I just, that guy can sit on the bench the rest of the year. We have other guys. Bring in Lewis Hall. Where the hell was Lewis Hall? And then lastly, you take off Pulisic, who, again, was it his most amazing game? I thought he was probably our most attacking player in the game, which doesn't speak volume. I mean, it doesn't say anything about what we were doing out there because we weren't attacking. But how the hell do you take him off for a central midfielder in Carney Chukwameka? What sense does that make? I don't get it. I don't get it. The, the, all the subs beside you, besides Ziek, I, I felt that Kova looked lost, but I don't think it was because of Kova. I think it was because he was wondering what the hell Connor Gallagher was doing and he was constantly on the back foot as he was getting stripped off the ball. Yeah, Connor. Connor was poor to quite poor uh, after coming on. Yeah, his first so touch left so much to be desired. Uh, it, it was definitely, definitely frustrating 
to uh to watch but yeah the the album miss I, I was like dude what what are you doing and the thing is is he's a he's a striker he's a he's a poacher he's supposed to finish that 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 is literally why he is on the pitch and it is maddening uh that we just can't continue to find somebody to fill that number nine shirt uh it would be tremendous to have a regular goal scorer at the uh, tip of the spear, man, it's going to be amazing. We, we haven't had one since Drogba it, or Diego actually Costa. Diego Costa. Diego, I mean, other other than the number 19, Diego Costa. Uh, I mean, truly, we have just not had a consistent goal threat. And and certainly, uh, you know, nobody wearing the number nine. It's it's a freaking tragedy. And I'm, I'm glad we brought him up because, you know, I see Tiago Silva in the back line and I see a guy who's – He's trying. He's trying to bring the will into the team. Obviously, you're talking about a, the consummate professional, the guy who's amazing at his craft. He's always good. He's like universally just good at what he does. And he's trying to get these other guys to start playing. That Diego Costa mentality, that alpha dog, I'm going to go out here. I'm going to get it done. I'm going to be in your face. Dude, I'm just, I'm looking at these guys. And it's not like we see it with Pooley when he plays for the men's national team. We see him being the guy. Mm-hmm. We see it from other dudes occasionally, but man, dude, they, they, I would love to be able to pull one of these guys into a pub somewhere and just be like, what's really the problem? Like, what what, what do we not know that you guys are all feeling? Because we see it out there on the pitch. We see your body language. We see that there's no energy. We see that there's no continuity. It's like, so what is pissing you off? And what is driving you voice crazy behind the scenes? It's not allowing you to translate what is good talent onto the field. We may not be up, you know, at the caliber of the cities and the arsenals this year. Like we just can't compete like that. I get it, but we should never, ever, ever be comparing ourselves to Nottingham Forest. And this that's, is where we're at. I mean that that's definitely not in the DNA. And I agree. I, we're, we're definitely not finishing top four. I almost wish that we'd finish out of Europe altogether and then do the do the 2015 finish tenth and then just regroup have everybody come in and only have to focus on the league and see how, see how well we can do that. And, and then just, you know, get back into the top four that way uh, instead of wasting our time with Europa. Uh, that being said, let's, uh, let's put a bow on it, man. We, we know that the, uh, the second half clearly didn't work out after the equalizer. Uh, Forrest kept the pressure on, kept, uh, kept us in the game. Yeah, uh, he was good. You know, made, made some, made some really, uh, you know, decent saves out there. Uh, did what he had to do. Uh, he might, uh, feel that he, he could have done a little bit better on the uh, Aurier shot, but it was coming regardless. Uh, it was just a matter of time before they uh, blasted one past us. So uh, definitely unfortunate from from that standpoint. But we will get into the uh, man of the match here. Uh, as always, brought to you by All Out Fitness. And in All Out Fitness, they're inspiring individuals to be their best selves. Uh, Jay, who do you uh, have as the best version of themselves uh, out there on the pitch today in this very, quite frankly, Shitty affair. Yeah, finding a diamond in this rough was tough. I'm, I'm giving it to Thiago Silva only because the guy's a professional. He's good. He did everything he was supposed to do out there. He interrupted play. Um, I wish he had more help. I wish we had more guys with his mentality. We don't. So I'm going to give it to Thiago Silva almost by default for going out there and actually doing his job. Fair enough. I'm actually going to, I know you'll disagree with this, but I'm actually going to give it to uh, Christian Pulisic. He did everything positive that we had to, to do on the offensive side of the ball today. He created the uh, the free kick chances, which were ultimately wasted. 
Uh, he was he was our most positive player. Uh, I just don't think that there's there's you know any anywhere else to go. I definitely don't disagree with the with the silver pick, but I'm going to give it to uh, Christian Pulisic. Not unfair. All right, man. So uh, let let's get into uh, what's next. Unfortunately, we don't we don't love what we, what we got coming up. We got uh, Manchester City coming to the Bridge this Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time in the United States. That's a uh, 8 p.m. UK kickoff. Uh, Jay and I will be chopping up uh, this thing later on in the week. But uh, you got any you got any early assumptions, Jay? Does anybody good play for Manchester City? Anybody ever heard of? I'm sure they're going to come in super pissed, given that they just drew with Everton. So I think they have a point to prove, and we're the perfect team to prove it against. Because oh, just yeah. have your way and, with and us. The fact have that your Erling way Holland with us, scored, please. Erling Holland scored more goals individually by himself than we have as a as a team as a collective. So that's a good sign. Yeah. Um, so all right, man. The uh, the boys from London Town will have to regroup. Jay and I'll be uh, back to chop it up. Uh, maybe some transfer for discussions later on this week. I don't know, man. There's going to be a lot to talk about in the January transfer window. We know that we are probably going to be literally the busiest team in Europe. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of bullets flying, a lot of uh, uh, money exchanging hands, and a lot of guys swapping out new shirts. So we'll uh, have a little something for you from that angle too. But in the meantime, we appreciate everybody. We appreciate the support, the listens. We'll talk to you soon, and until then, America is blue. Talk to you, boss.